Well, good morning, everybody. Uh, I understand that it's a little bit unusual to have a presentation about buildings and things like that at a worship service. Uh, one of the challenges that we have as our church has grown so much is we don't meet together all the time, and it's hard to get things out. Uh, we did a version of what you're going to hear today in July, but I know that many of you couldn't make that. It was during a midweek. Uh, we did post some things on a website. You may not have had a chance to go to the video. So I'm not going to be able to do justice to the whole topic today uh, that we, we tried to do in July, but we will give you an update. Uh, I do want to say in the beginning that we're talking about a building, but this is not really a discussion about a building any more than your home is a discussion about a house. That's about your family. That's about experiences. That's about having your family, having a place to be. And that's really what I hope that we can look at this presentation in that light. So with that in mind, we're going to take a bit of an abrupt turn, and we're going to get into some facts and figures, and then we're going to talk, show you a couple of videos that I think that'll be meaningful to give you some context, uh, and then we'll, we'll go on from there. So uh, as you know, the building up on the hill, I'm listening to the song back, back there, and I'm thinking, wow, you know, the building's in ruins. Yeah, it is, right? <laughs> uh, uh, there's a dream. Yeah, there's a dream, right? So maybe there's some really good parallels there. Um, as you know, there's 16,000 square feet of space up on that hill. We can't use it anymore. It used to be where, where we would have things for our middle school or our teens. There was a theater in there. We would have open mic nights, uh, all kinds of great things that, that we, just, we just can't do anymore. The building's past its useful life. So uh, a group of people, uh, subject matter experts, have for years been looking at this. Dozens of subject matter experts, countless hours. And this is the collective wisdom and recommendations that they've come to for us, right? So um, we lost that space. Um, we, we used to rent facilities in 2008, and so the idea came up, well, should we consider doing that again? Maybe that would be a good approach. But, you know, I got to tell you, if you can imagine uh, taking this operation that you see here and turning it into a mobile experience, that's not easy to do. Uh, those of us who were here in 2008 don't get up on Sundays and pine for the good old days when we used to do that, right? Uh, it wasn't that much fun, and it was a lot of work. We didn't know where we were going, and even we had the rooms available that we thought we were going to get, so there was a lot of uh, calling audibles and adjusting. So uh, all in, the majority of people that attend this church live within a 20-minute drive of this campus. In Atlanta, we call that a win. So this is home. That's what, the, the, this is campus allows us to do things that we couldn't otherwise do. So many things, uh, I know we had a discussion here with our Muslim friends recently uh, about the differences in our faith and things like that, a very engaging and helpful discussion. Uh, you know, things like that can happen with more regularity when we have a building like that. The Edge Ministry can have a conference here. Uh, uh, we can have athletic events. So you're going you're gonna to see more about that as we go along. Um, the point is, is that this is home, and the recommendation of our subject matter experts is that we, we invest here. So with that in mind, here's where we are. Uh, since July, we finalized the design of the building plans. We've obtained the necessary permits, and we started renovation. You see a fence erected out there. That's what's going on behind the fence. Um, we have secured a construction loan 
that allow us to continue to get the project going and carried on to completion. Uh, obviously, loans have to be repaid, so we're going to need to talk about that. Uh, pledges and gifts to the project. So far, at this point, we have $1.3 million of pledges from North River family and gifts in support of what's going on up the hill already. So, amen to that. Uh, what you're going to see today, you're going to get to see what the inside looks like in a computer-generated fly-through. So you're going to get to see what you're getting. Uh, we anticipate that the completion date on this will be fall 2019. Uh, so how much is it going to cost us? Uh, right now, it looks like about $2.8 million, $8.5 million. Uh, It doesn't do any good to have a building that doesn't have anything in it. And so chairs, you know, AV equipment, all of that, it's going to cost about another three quarters. So that puts us about $3.6 And if we then turn that 3.6, we subtract the 1.3 million pledges. Uh, we're at about $2.3 million right now that we need to come up with to fully pay for the project. Um, this, the pledges that we've received have been... Uh, have been pledged over a three-year period. So as you're contemplating your response here, maybe that's a good thing to do, is to think about it over a three-year period, right? Um, our construction loan right now is, is four and three quarters percent. Uh, that's two points better than it was in 2008 when we bought this place. So amen for that. Uh, and um, we're going to start paying principal down in two years on the loan. So it gives us a little bit of time to make up for that gap. What ministries are going to benefit? I, I mean, the list of this goes on and on. The FLC, we're beating it up. The load that it's carrying, because we don't have that 16,000 square feet of space, is accelerating the maintenance on that building. We can't keep doing that. My community that I'm a part of, uh, the last time I was here, met in the foyer of this building. So somebody had to haul the chairs out there and then haul them back in because there wasn't really any place else to go. We tried to conduct a meeting a couple of weeks ago for the very team that put together all this stuff in the FLC and got kicked out of two rooms because somebody else needed them. So we stood at the end of a hallway and tried to conduct a meeting about how we were going to do what you saw here today, right? We're out of space, okay? So it's not sustainable. Um, you know, again, after three years uh, of consideration and analysis, this is the recommendation that everyone's come to. Uh, you're going to see the fly-through. We think that this building is going to get tons of use, and uh, we think that you're going you're to see the benefits of that as you see the fly-through and anticipate a completion fall of 2019. We understand that because we don't meet together, and I'm gonna do a bit of a switch here as I'm talking, uh, that because we don't meet together, um, that it makes it difficult for us to communicate about this. So we created a website called Light the Hill, and I'm gonna show you that right now. This is intended to be a repository for the information relating to this project. So one of the things that people have asked is, well, when do I give? Because I think this is a good idea and I want to support it. Well, it's very simple. Um, 
right over here, there's this really great button called Give. You click on it, and that takes you, if you've given online at North River, you've seen this page before, right? Okay? All you got to do, sorry, is go to, sorry, my laptop is, uh, right here is a drop down, and you simply pick building fund, right? It's that simple, right? So, if you thought about it, it's been on your mind, please do it. We need it. It's time. We're taking donations. Um, if you have thought about the idea that I, maybe I have, I've thought about gifts in other ways. I've thought about stock gifts or things like that. Uh, on, in your newsletter is a email address for Vivian Haynes. She will help you figure out how that gets done. Okay. Um, having said all that, of course, this really is not about a building. This is about the vision and what we intend to, to see happen here. So you, on this website, you've got uh, the ministries that will benefit, the financial plan. We're going to keep you updated on donations, stories connected to it, uh, things like that. So uh, we, you will have to go get this stuff because we just don't have the capacity to push it out to you the way that we used to. So in our vision, you'll see that there's a commitment to the next generation. I mentioned in 2008 that there were about 400 of us here that collected you know, around $750,000 to put a down payment on this building that allowed us to acquire it, acquire this campus. Um, no one really knew what was gonna happen but when you look around, I got to tell you that those of us that were here, we're kind of amazed. 1,100 people on a regular basis. Who knew? We didn't know where we were going to be going. But we knew that if we went there together, that God could do great things. That was our faith. And I don't know how you argue that anything less than that has happened. We're at a bit of a pivot point at North River. We're going to communities. We're trying to kind of get smaller to get bigger, to maintain connection with people. And this building is going to offer us a tool to help facilitate that vision going forward. Not the least of which is that our, our teen and our middle school ministries really need it. We're missing. My kids enjoyed the benefit of that building, and I know it made a difference. Our high schoolers and teenagers today don't have that, uh, and it does make a difference. So with that in mind, all of us 10 years from now will be telling the story of what we did, the ongoing unfolding story of how we participated in what's going on here at North River and how we took to heart the things that we collectively were trying to do. So with that in mind, we'd like to show you a video that kind of gets to this idea of legacy. So, AV team?
Legacy is something that I plan to give away intentionally. You know, something that another generation would benefit from. For me, leaving a legacy and a legacy for my life is being remembered for more than just myself, but really being remembered and, and leaving people to carry it on. When I think about this idea of legacy and, and, and how much has been poured into to me, I, I, I can't help but feel an obligation. How am I going to intentionally choose to love, to serve, to give, uh, to bring hope, and to be a light to the world? I want the legacy that I give to my grandbabies and to their children to be something that makes a difference, that makes people feel seen and loved and is a way for them to experience God on this side of eternity. Yeah, in this Light the Hill campaign, I think you're right, it is more than a building. We're going to see the building. That's going to be the visual, but it's so much more. What we're building is a place for people, in my estimation, to come to faith. I love thinking that, that we can use that space as a safe space for kids to play and for families to come together and for teaching to take place and for bread to be broken and for hearts to be changed. The idea of being able to change someone's life is humbling and awesome and I am stunned that God lets me do it um, and allows me to partner with him in that. To change people's destinies is stunning to me. And it, it is something that I don't take lightly. Um, and it's something that I hope to continue until my last breath. Okay, thank you. Um, so the idea of legacy and the legacy that we leave, not only for our kids, not only for our neighbors, but for the world, that's what we're talking about here. I would offer that there's also one other component of this. And Jeff and I didn't coordinate on what we were going to talk about today. But I think you can take everything that Jeff said today and plug it right in here. Because I don't know about you, I don't go to work or encounter a lot of people in my neighborhood that come up to me and go, I'm a sinner and I need to get my sins forgiven. Now, that's clearly is important, right? That's a part of it. But what we do talk about is how messed up the world seems to be. And despite the fact that, that there are lots of ideas about how it gets better. Does anyone really believe that it's going to heal under its own steam, even if we have a new slate of elected officials? The only hope that we have as Christians, we argue, is the empowering presence of God. And that needs a place 
for those conversations, those interactions, the, the human component of that, it needs a place to happen. Yes, it happens at lunch, and yes, it happens, you know, in conversations in your driveway with your neighbors, but it happens in scale when we get together as a community. And that's what that building is really about. We're gonna show you the fly-through now. But as we go through the fly-through, I hope that we can shift our mind away from the building and hear how many times the word people is used in the video. So with that, the fly-through, please. For over two decades, we had locations to gather, places to meet, Marriott, Hilton. We shared spaces with boat and bridal conventions. Children's ministry teachers carried their classroom materials in plastic tubs from week to week. The worship team had to set up entire sound systems, songbooks, and musical instruments for every service or event. Members had to confirm meeting places weekly and we spent hundreds of thousands of dollars in rent, but we had no church home until we did. In 2008, a few hundred people generously and sacrificially gave time and money to purchase our own campus with 12 acres and three buildings, buildings to meet, buildings to study, buildings to worship and sing and mourn and celebrate. North River had a home, but like most homes, Ours needs maintenance and repairs. Now we own a building that we cannot use. It's not functional. It's not safe. But now, just like we did over a decade ago, men and women of faith are stepping forward. A vision is being conceived and a new and exciting plan for our church home is unfolding. This vision includes an iconic exterior visible from Cobb Parkway demonstrating visually for the first time to our community, the architectural equivalent of a shining city set on a hill. Entering our new facility will be exciting. A spacious, open two-story glass-enclosed atrium welcomes visitors with a light-filled space. Transparent, modern, with the same stone elements found around our campus, the entrance to our new facility communicates the warmth and friendliness of our church family and provides a welcome respite from the world outside. Our building will feel like our home. As our church grows, so does its need for classroom space. Our new building is designed to be highly flexible with up to 10 new spaces for classes, rooms soon to be filled with our friends and neighbors. One of the most exciting features of our new building is the multi-purpose space, which is designed with all of our North River Ministries in mind. This large room can comfortably hold 225 people for devotionals, concerts, movie nights, performances, seminars, and a variety of functions. Destined to be a favorite meeting spot for all of our communities, this room has professionally designed lighting and sound systems to create an excellent environment for a wide range of events. Our next generation craves places to gather, a place to play, a place to compete, and a place to move. Our new full-sized athletic area will meet these needs and more. 
with full court layouts for basketball, volleyball, and other sports, our new gymnasium will also accommodate large groups for receptions, dinners, and seminars. It can handle up to 750 people comfortably in theater-style seatings or 400 people at tables. For a congregation that has spent thousands to rent a gym for worship, it's a blessing from God to have our entire 12-acre campus and our own large meeting areas for every life stage of our church family. No longer needing to spend resources in area hotels and meeting spaces, the North River Church now has a place, our own place, a place where we are learning to call home. The home of our church family and a home for generations to come. So with that in mind, we invite you to visit lightthehill.org. Thank you for your time and attention. Please prayerfully consider the possibilities that this facility brings. With that, we'll invite Tommy and Shelley Redmond to come up and offer some thoughts on our contribution and some final thoughts. All right, well, that was uh, impactful, John. Thanks for, for sharing that. Uh, I'm Tommy, this is Shelly, if you were confused about who was who. Um, <laughs> but uh, that's us, we're the Redmonds. And um, we just wanted to share a few thoughts uh, about our, uh, kind of why we're in on this Light the Hill campaign and then also why we give regularly to our contribution. Wanna go? Yeah, um, you know, I think being one of the few hundred members that was here in 2008, you know, arriving at this building for the first time was an amazing miracle, really. <laughs> um, and, and the way I see it is we've been gifted by God with this property. Um, and because of that, you know, we have an obligation. You know, this, the scriptures say that to whom much has been given, much will be demanded. And I think currently we're being demanded to give financially to the Hill because we've got to keep this property in good condition. We've got a loan that we're, you know, responsible for. And I just, in my mind, I see it as not just a legacy and not just a place for my middle school son and my soon-to-be middle school daughter to go and enjoy and have the seeds of God's word planted in their heart, but it's an obligation, it's a gift, and it's something that I want to be a good steward of this property. Yeah, I think stewardship is a great, a great aspect of what we're, what we're trying to do here because you know we do remember what it was like carrying tubs, and we do remember the effort it took just to get something going, and, and I think that when we, we look at, if, same way you look back in your life, right, at moments where you were like, man, God really provided here. Ten years ago, we were like, man, God, we need, a, we need a solution here. We need you to provide for us. He did. And so now we're kind of at that next phase of, God, we, we, we need you to provide for us. We need a solution. And I believe he's offered this up. You know, this isn't something that John talked about. This isn't something that was done overnight. It wasn't, a, it wasn't a, a, a knee-jerk reaction. It was through years of careful consideration, prayer, 
uh, advice that we're at this point. And uh, from our family, we just want it to be, be known that we're, we're in. We're invested, we're investing, we're, we're a part of this. And yeah, it's gonna be a great building. It's gonna be, it's gonna have a lot of cool functionality, but it is more about what's be, the, tori, the stories that will be told. So that we, in, in 2028, when someone maybe younger is up here saying this same spiel about look what God did, look what he's done or look what he's going to do, you know, it's about those stories. It's about the people's lives that are being affected. Um, for me personally, we do. We have a seventh grader and a fifth grader. And yesterday we had a middle school event with our, uh, what we call our sister churches here in Atlanta with one of them at Northview. And I watched all of these middle schoolers that were insane and it was awesome. There was probably 60 of them or so at least fellowship with each other. And we don't get that much connectedness with the other churches. And I was like, how awesome would that be if this stuff could happen more regularly at our home? You know, so that's part of why I'm invested. That's part of why I'm in. The other reason is for that story where a kid from the neighborhood comes to one of our basketball events who comes from a home situation that might not be great, who's looking for a mentor in his life. He gets connected with the 180 sports ministry and then through the word of God changing his or her life, that their future is changed. And I love it because we'll have a place where we can control the culture. We can set the standard for what these things are supposed to look like. And so that we point these kids to Jesus. That's the bottom line for me. That's what it's all about. That's why we're in. In Matthew 5, the, the scripture that's referenced so much in the Light the Hill campaign, you know, as we give our contribution today, think about, yeah, I'm writing a check, or yes, I give online, but no, what I'm doing is I'm giving in order for me, for my faith to be a light to everyone for all to see. So with that, let's pray, and then we'll take up our contribution. Thanks for your time. God, we love you. We know that you've given us much. We're grateful to, to be able to have this opportunity uh, that we've worked, we've earned, and we give. And uh, we know that we give, God, because you have given to us. Help our hearts to be uh, out of a place that give joyfully, not out of obligation. And Father, we know that you've blessed us beyond what we could even ask or imagine in so many ways. Be with our efforts in the campaign, uh, with the Light the Hill campaign, to make it be what you want, God. I know we have ideas and hopes and dreams, but inevitably, God, we pray that it's your will, it's your dream to see people's lives change so that they make that confession and that when they say the name of Jesus, it is, it is a victory. It's a victory in their lives and for all that they know. In Jesus' name, amen. amen.